Today on Hijacking History, Trump in Trouble. The Mueller Memo on Michael Cohen, December 7, 2018. While many spin this Mueller Memo to hide and occlude its meaning, I try here to highlight its potential multiplication effect on the possible charges of obstruction of justice against the President. After the break. This is a very short review of the memo put out by the special counsel, Bob Mueller, about Michael Cohen on December 7, 2018. We want to view this from an historical perspective in this very brief overview, because I think that a lot of observers who've looked at this case have not been looking at it uh, from the proper perspective. It seems like a lot of reporters and media observers have been downplaying the significance of this memo that was released on December 7th, and many of them have seemed to take the same point of view that Donald Trump has taken, which is that there isn't a whole lot here. Now, if this was the final memo that Bob Mueller was releasing, it might be of concern that he doesn't say more than he does in this memo, but since he's still investigating the case and it's still trying to track down leads, it would not be sensible for him to reveal all his cards since he needs to lock down some of the items in the case. That would be one explanation for why he has not demonstrated a direct connection to Donald Trump. I'm speculating that there might well be a direct connection, but I'm trying to explain why Mueller, even if he had that information, would want to exclude it from this particular memorandum. One of the significant points about this memorandum is that it widens the scope of the special counsel's investigation from the reasons Trump decided to fire James Comey to other possible areas of obstruction of justice. For a long time, the obstruction of justice question has been focused on the firing of James Comey. However, although you can use Trump's statement to Lester Holt as a reason to suspect Trump of obstruction of justice, since Trump said that he fired Comey because he wanted to get pressure on Russia off his back. And of course, he said much the same thing the next day when he met with the Russian ambassador. Uh, The thing is that Trump has some defense for the firing of Comey After all, Comey was the FBI director whom Rod Rosenstein recommended be fired. Rosenstein, the deputy attorney general, recommended to Trump that Comey be fired. So for those two reasons, uh, Trump's constitutional power and the recommendation of Rosenstein, it's certainly not a clear case of obstruction of justice, even though Trump said it was because of the Russian investigation. But if different forms of obstruction of justice can be found to involve Trump that have nothing to do with Comey, then Trump is in greater trouble. And 
there hasn't been much suggestion from the special counsel. I don't think there's been any suggestion from the special counsel that there are other avenues of obstruction of justice until yesterday, December 7th. There has been speculation, but there has never been confirmation by the special counsel. And of course, this confirmation, if it is confirmation, is veiled, but it's interesting nonetheless. But the Comey memo of December 7, 2018, widens the scope because it contains a passage that's quite interesting where Mueller says there are four things that Cohen has done that have been particularly helpful to the special prosecutor. He says that the defendant provided information about his own contacts with Russian interests during the campaign and discussions with others in the course of making those contacts. Well, the question is, who are those others that Cohen talked about Russian interests during the campaign with? It could be members of Trump's family. It could be Trump himself. Then Mueller goes on to say, for example, and as described above, the defendant provided a detailed account of his involvement and invo the involvement of others in the Moscow project. Again, who are those others? There's got to be a reason why Mueller is not saying that right now. One speculation is that Mueller would not be saying these things unless he had corroboration from someone else besides Michael Cohen. And therefore, he knows that these things are true. He knows that these other persons are involved. He has evidence to prove it, but he's not going to say who they are for procedural reasons, one would expect. But it is very interesting that he keeps silent about their identities, clearly knows that they're involved, and many of them seem to be at the higher levels of the Trump organization. Mueller also says that Cohen also corrected the record concerning his outreach to the Russian government during the week of the United Nations General Assembly. That was in 2015. The defendant also provided information about attempts by other Russian nationals to reach the campaign, and he provided detailed information about what that Russian national said. The defendant recalled that this person repeatedly proposed a meeting between individual one that's Trump, and the president of Russia. Now, of course, what some people are focusing on is that Trump is not responding according to this. It's just something that a Russian said Trump ought to do. But then Mueller goes on to write, the person told Cohen that such a meeting could have a phenomenal impact, not only in political, but in a business dimension as well. And it goes on to say that Cohen did not follow up on this invitation. But then Mueller goes on to say that Cohen provided useful information concerning certain discrete Russia-related matters core to its investigation that he obtained by virtue of his regular contact with the company, with company executives during the campaign. So... The core of the investigation is about collusion with Russia to interfere with the election. And he got that information, which was related to that subject, from 
company executives. Then it says that Cohen provided relevant and useful information concerning his contacts with persons connected to the White House during the 2017-2018 time period. So, of course, that's during the time period when, if there was obstruction of justice, it could have happened. And finally, Mueller goes on to say that Cohen described the circumstances of preparing and circulating his response to the congressional inquiries while continuing to accept responsibility for the false statements contained within it. The first part of that sentence says that Cohen described how he circulated his upcoming responses to the congressional inquiries to somebody. It implies that at the very least. It doesn't say who he circulated it to, but one would think that it's a possibility that he circulated it to someone in the White House who was either working at the behest of President Trump or perhaps it was President Trump himself. Now that would be a direct form of obstruction of justice if it was Trump and it would have nothing to do with James Comey, which is a murky situation insofar as obstruction of justice is concerned, but this would be a clear case of obstruction of justice. Now, the other thing that's been a matter of speculation is whether or not the special counsel is thinking about accusing Donald Trump of racketeering in the case. A racketeering charge means that the organization has conspired with people to essentially turn a public trust, in this case a campaign, into a way to make money for an organization. And in a racketeering case, you don't always have to prove that the person at the top of the organization issued direct orders, but rather because that person is at the top of the organization, whatever the organization is responsible for doing, in this case, if, if he says it's collusion with the Russians, we don't know, but if that's what he says, then it's possible that Donald Trump could be guilty of involvement under the racketeering statutes. Now, that's we don't know. We don't know if that's true. We don't know if the special counsel is looking at that sort of thing. But that's another interesting area. But you can see from this memo that Donald Trump is now potentially in danger of being in several areas of obstruction of justice which have nothing to do with the Comey firing. Again, we don't know. It may be speculation, but it's interesting that again and again in this memo, Robert Mueller says that Cohen has identified people in the Trump organization who were involved in matters that are core to the council's responsibility. So I don't think that one can look at this in any way as exculpatory towards the president. Instead, it seems to be leading down paths that are much more numerous, paths that seem to lead directly to obstruction of justice. Next time on Hijacking History, we will look at new ways of understanding the evidence in the JFK assassination 
using styles of criticism associated with great scientists and investigators. Until then, happy listening. Thank you.